Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the wrap-up show for the letter I here on Billy Joel A to Z. The I's wrap-up. We have five songs that we went over in the I's, including our wonderful guest, Kyle Cunningham, to discuss today. But I think, Alon, we should discuss today. We are uh, taping this the day after Billy Joel reopened his residency at Madison Square Garden. Sometimes I never know whether we should talk about this because, you know, you want the podcast to kind of stand on its own. But no, how can we not talk about it? How can we not talk about it? And you know what happened to me this week, Alon. You know what happened to me this week. You and I were performing at a comedy club, and just before I went on stage, my cousins, who I haven't seen in 30 years, called me and said, hey, we have an extra ticket for Billy Joel at the Garden for the first night that he's back for two years. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't go. I already had a charity function with Larry from Three's Company. <laughs> I could not get out of. And the worst part, a lot, I was so upset all week. The worst part, of it, I went to dinner with my cousins at Carmine. At Carmine, okay, get ready for this, folks. I went to dinner at Carmine's where I realized was the incident where I told Billy Joel to shut up as I was trying to listen to the sports scores. That's where it took place. Alon. <laughs> Carmine's at 44th. It didn't occur to me until I went to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the place. I went to the place. I took a picture. We, we can uh, put it uh, up on the Instagram. I took a picture of the old place and I was telling my cousin, like, no, this is where the phone was, where I where the incident happened. There was, you know, payphone, right? And I'm like, wait, maybe I'm wrong because maybe I pictured it different in my mind because there's no payphone. But of course, there's no payphone anymore. But then I also took a picture of when you go to the bathroom at Carmine's, it says, get ready, restrooms and telephones. So that uh-huh. definitely was the place where I said, I'm trying to use the phone. I'm sorry, operator, I can't hear you. I took pictures. You're like Sherlock Holmes. You figured that out. It's amazing. I can't believe it. It was in my head for so many years that it was different, that it was uh, the bathrooms were on the ground floor. It was in this little location. But no, it was upstairs in this location. It was just so funny. Now I realize how close I was to Billy Joel, too. Like, you know, the the area and stuff. It was just it brought back so many memories of that. I guess I haven't been there in 30 years. That must have happened in 94. It must have been the River of Dreams that either he was the host or maybe he was just hanging around the after party. Then I don't know. I finally figured it out. That's where it happened. Carmine's on 44th in Times Square. Meanwhile, and I'm sorry, and I'll let you talk in a second. It's just the, the, the whole thing is bothering me so much that I could go I'm with the people that are about to go to the garden. Right? I'm with them before they're, they're having dinner, before they're going to see Billy Joel at the garden. I walk them out. They're going to another bar. I have to go to this thing. I walk right past Madison Square Garden on my way to the charity function. It's like it just couldn't keep getting worse. I'm at MSG last night. It it is so frustrating. So then I go to the charity function. I finish at around 1030. I call my friends, my cousins. I'm like, you know, if you guys are, you know, finished with the show, we can meet after. And they're like, yeah, we'll meet up. And then I asked them, what are they open to play with? 
Now, apparently you looked up the set list, but he already told me and I was surprised. I wasn't sure if he'd know. And so do you want to I asked him what he opened and closed with, you know, the whole set list. Do you want to yeah. give it? This is his, we should probably do it. Who cares? Do you want me to read through the whole set list? Uh, well, yeah, now, uh, yeah, you might as well, right? Let's do the set list. This is, remember, folks, and this is in the paper today as well, uh, taping this on November 6th, Saturday, November 6th, 2021, is Comeback, New York Comeback State of Mind for MSG's Piano Man. That is a special article in New York New York Post today. Uh, he apparently had a, he was also commemorating the 20th anniversary of 9-11. He had a little fire hat on the piano. So he was doing it all and bringing it back. Alan, what did he open with? I wish I was there. I know what the song is. And wow, what a way to open a goddamn show. Yeah. So he opened with December song. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast is working. We got the word out there. (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that coming. All right. That is absolutely hilarious. And you know what the best part is? I've been talking nonstop for like 10 minutes already. And then you and then you got in the biggest laugh. (laughs) It's quality over quantity, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) You got that right. That's hilarious. That is Oh, that would be our dream if we were there, obviously. <laughs> actually, it would be a nightmare for us because then we couldn't yell it out later. <laughs> yeah, like, like Billy, at again. least wait till the 10th song so we right, have a yeah. chance to be play, jerks in the audience. again, Encore of December <laughs> song. <laughs> He's like, well, this month's almost coming up, so I'm going to play an oldie, a rarity. All right, so for real, though, what he opened with was Miami 2017. He opened with Miami 2017. I've seen the lights go down on Broadway and everything's coming back. It's the perfect song to open with. I can't believe I wasn't able to go. Yes. And then he goes into moving out. Oh, so it gets the energy going. Then into my life. Oh, best then concert he does- ever so far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he never plays these songs. Now. Well, it's still oh, God. When we would be sitting there going crazy. I mean, yeah. this, this is three in a row. Right. Then he goes to New York State of Mind and does a tribute to uh, a September 11th firefighter. Right. Then, okay, here's the cool one. Everybody loves you now. Yeah. Which Amazing. he doesn't play a lot. I mean, he's played it a lot, but not since, I think since in 2019, he played it only once and he was playing it a lot back in like 2016. So it's pretty cool that that came back into the mix here. He also lost 50 pounds. Did he say that? I can see from pictures he looks thinner. I didn't know uh, if he That's what they say in the paper today. And I heard him on Howard. Oh, okay. And they said his voice is even better. Like, not Sweet. only were my uh, cousins telling me, but in the paper today, they said his, his voice, losing the weight seems to also help his vocal cords somehow. I mean, that does make sense. Yeah, you know, it does make sense. And maybe that's why he was able to do a fast song like Everybody Loves You Now, fifth. Yep. Uh, continue. I'm sorry. Okay. So next was Zanzibar, then wow. Vienna. So he's doing two of his foreign city songs. And then Allentown, a domestic city song. Oh, God, (laughs) this concert so far, this would have been the greatest concert ever. And then Pressure. Oh, awesome. And then The Downeaster Alexa. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'd be there right now. I'd just be like, I'm so glad we have a podcast. This is the greatest lineup ever. (laughs) Followed by The Entertainer. Oh, my God. What a show. Then she's always a woman. My cousins told me that, that for some reason. uh, I don't know why they mentioned that one. Must have been special for some reason. Well, it's a good song. Then they did 
uh, Don't Ask Me Why. Oh, my God. Including a snippet of Not Fade Away by Buddy Holly. Yeah. Yeah, he does those snippets sometimes. Then All for Elena. Right. I saw that on the list. Oh, my God. Sometimes a fantasy. Oh. Uh. So two of his creepy songs right together. <laughs> then The River of Dreams. Yeah. That's why. With a little bit of Tush by ZZ Top. <laughs> for real? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then uh, the Nessun Dorma that he has Mike Del Guadis or Del Guadice. Right. And uh, my cousin told me about that. And I was like, well, that sounds awful. And they were like, no, it was amazing. He does it every concert. Oh, he does? Yeah, for the last couple of years. That's it says, part but of the it. highlight, this is in the paper today, but the highlight was when Joel sang the aria Nessun Dorma, wowing the audience with a bravara performance that proved that all those months of vocal rest plus all that lost weight have gotten his voice into peak form. Well, I'm confused because he doesn't sing that song. He I know. That's why that this song. doesn't make any sense, too. Unless he was like, this time I'm going to do part of it also. Nope. I know for a fact there was another person singing it, so I'm not sure why they wrote it like that. Yeah. Big mistake. Maybe they sang together. Yeah, it could be. Okay. So then next he sings two rarities. First is scenes from an Italian restaurant. Right. Just kidding. You're kidding. And then the next <laughs> is Piano Man. Oh, right. Yes, they told me. God, that would have pissed me off, but it's the right. You have to, right? So that ends the set. Then he comes out for a five song encore, starting with We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh, that would get us. We we would just be there going like, oh, <laughs> December song. <laughs> Uptown Girl. Oh, it's still rock and roll to me. Brilliant. Big shot. Wow. And finishing the night with You May Be Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That. Oh, what a show. I cannot believe I missed it. And I had the opportunity to go for free. I, of course, felt bad that I was like, well, I really want to go with my friend Alon. You know, my sister's been like, I'm going to buy you tickets for Hanukkah. And uh, I'm like, well, I really can't go without Alon. She's like, I'm not buying a ticket for Alon. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't she listen? What's going on here? (laughs) No, she hates me. Wow, I'm so upset I missed it. So get this, right? So I meet my cousins at a bar after, right around MSG. And it was so... And, and and they play like four Billy Joel songs at the bar. So they clearly understand where the people are coming from the concert. And it was awesome. And everybody was singing. And it was exciting. You know, how many concerts I've been... I've been a lot of concerts at the Prudential Center, you know, because my cousin owns that center. So we go to see... I don't know, Tom Petty, Hall and Oates. And every time we go to this bar right outside and that's what they're playing. And that is brilliant. And, you know, your audience when you're at a bar and that's what you want to hear more after you just went. And it's great. And everybody was singing. Everybody was singing Piano Man at the bar. It was uh, it was a that great night fun. for not going to the Billy Joel concert. I felt like maybe I, I had gone. It was still filled with a fun Billy Joel night. Oh, man, I uh, I'm so glad we talked. I was uh, I was like, well, you know what? We're doing the eyes wrap up tomorrow. I don't see how we can not talk about it. I don't see how we can not talk about it. He's back. Billy Joel at the garden. I can't believe I couldn't go. see. it's been bothering me all day, but I'm glad we're talking all things Billy Joel today. Why don't we just open with our five song ranking of the eyes? Something we won't be able to do in the K's. Do you want to go first or should I? Yeah, I'll go first. And I'll just say, I think this might be one of our strongest letters top to bottom, actually, because I had a few that I thought were kind of really near each other at the top. And then even like what I have is my worst song in the eyes isn't a bad song at all. So I think for of all the letters we've done that have like at least five songs, so there's been a few of them. uh, This one might have the least duds. 
Interesting. So, You're absolutely right. So here's my ranking. For number one, I put it's still rock and roll to me. It might not be what I want to hear the most right now out of this group, but uh, just objectively, it's the best one. Then I have I've loved these days. And then very close right after that, I don't want to be alone. Then if I only had the words and at the bottom, I go to extremes. Yeah, of course, I, have, I go to extremes at the bottom as well. So, OK, so but now you've uh, you're conflicting. You put I uh, it's still rock and roll to me on top, but you're saying it's not your favorite. So how are you ranking? You're saying you just need to put it up there. Then you're doing what we were talking about the other day. How are those rankings in the sense of like, then, then you put your favorite. So like, why not do that for all of them? Because I think that my favorite right now just has to do, it's a temporal thing. Like right now I'm just kind of more into a rarity perhaps, but if you spanned my whole lifetime of B- Billy Joel songs, I think it's still rock and roll to me is would be at the top of that list. You know? All right, so I went the opposite way in the sense of saying, this is what I like the best and not caring what the, what's popular or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put I don't want to be alone on top, even though I have trouble with the opening and that as we know, middle sax solo is awful, too. <laughs> You're but, like, I don't like the opening or the middle, but the uh, pre middle and the ending is great. Ah, I can't deny it's still a terrific song. That is definitely number one. And I believe I did. I think I put if I only had the words in the hidden gem. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did recently. So that's the second one. P- meanwhile, that song, if I all had the words after we did it and everything, I think, I don't know whether I told you, maybe we said it on the show, but I was coming back from a giant's tailgate and, you know, I'd never heard the song before ever. <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head. I mean, I'd, I'd never heard it before. And then I heard it a couple times and it was in my head while I was on the train coming back from the, uh, the Meadowlands and it and it helped me through trying to get home really high, <laughs> and uh, it, it it was just really I couldn't stop thinking about how much I enjoyed it, and also with that song I like the song that the way it goes that it kind of almost goes to where the, he hits the wrong keys, something I didn't talk about when we were talking about it. Finally, had the words where it sounds like he's gonna hit the wrong notes but they come out the right way. It, it's like weird. So there's like but, a tension in it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So it, uh, that's what also made it special too. It sounds like he's about to hit the wrong notes. Like they don't fit, but I like it. It reminds me of the replacements in many ways. It used to it always sounded like they were going to hit the wrong notes or maybe they did. And yet it works out anyway. So I also like that about the song. My third one would be, it's still rock and roll to me. Then I've loved these days. And then finally, uh, even lower down than I could possibly do it as I go to extreme, <laughs> mostly for the video alone. <laughs> right. It's a crap. All right. So we had some differences there. We didn't agree on a lot of that. But I think yeah. those top four, though, I think we all we liked all of those songs. It's just where just they have a different order. Yeah. 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 The eyes were super fun, but it is funny that I that even when I was on the Jim and Sam show promoting the on Sirius XM to promote this podcast, they're like, what do you have coming up today? And I couldn't remember because I've loved these days. And if I only had the words were so confusing to both of us, we had so much trouble figuring them out. <laughs> they sound so similar. Yeah. You're like, if I only had these days. Yeah. So that's why I had trouble remembering. Cause obviously, you know, I can usually remember everything we have coming out and what we're doing. And for some reason, boy, that really messed me up. Well, anyway, I hope we did get some listeners from that. Thanks for promoting the podcast on such a nice big platform. Yeah, well, of course. 
why wouldn't we? Also, I will say, and then the eyes had maybe the worst parody in the history of parodies, as um, if I only made you watch Titanic, uh, I don't mind restating. <laughs> Is it's one of those things where you know you have to say you know Alan if you you don't have to parody every song uh, that's how bad that. <laughs> well, we had a couple parodies that were very very good in the eyes, and a couple that were duds. That one definitely was. And since you brought it up, I'll just mention an awful comment we got about that song from uh, Matt the Great, where he said <laughs> he likes my parodies, but he hated this one, and he said it should have been called "If I Only Had a Time Machine to Skip This Part." <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, when you're making a parody for every song, you have the risk that there are not all going to be gems. <laughs> That's right. They can't all get on the hidden gems playlist. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not crazy. I don't, I don't like, I never want to be mean to Alan. He is a kind person, but, you know, you, you got to call him on the ones that aren't the best. That's okay. We have <laughs> 121 of these parodies to do, roughly, and uh, some of them are going to suck. Okay, so there's a couple of other I songs. You know, he did a couple of covers. And then there's one that was an unreleased demo that we had discussed possibly doing. It's called If. However, it is incomplete. So we decided not to talk about it. It, it was very good. It's un, He doesn't have words for a lot of it. He's just mumbling stuff. I was trying to get it going. So we decided, Alan and I made a decision to not do a separate one about that even though it's, it was uh it, it, i think it was made for innocent man and it would have been really good yeah it was made for innocent man and yeah musically it was complete and very good but there's so much mumbling because he clearly didn't have the words i think i don't even know if if is really the title of the song but that's what everyone's calling it because he, the only word he seems to have is if at the beginning of every line yeah. uh kind of like if i only had the words which is actually a good way to describe that song Um, I think the song reminds me of This Night, which was on An Innocent Man. So it might have been that he decided not to finish the song because it sort of became This Night or because it has sounded too similar to This Night. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Which is a yes. song we haven't done yet, so I shouldn't even mention it. I can't believe you did. Then we also have, of course, I'll Cry Instead, which is a Beatles song, but it was the B-side of An Innocent Man single. Here we have another instance of a, a, a 45 with the B-side uh, that is not on an album. But again, it was it's it's excellent. It's not written by Billy Joel, so we didn't cover it. Right. That's our policy. And uh, it's cool. And he sings it very well. He sings it where he sounds like John Lennon. It sounds very much in some sections like you're listening to the Beatles version of this song. What I thought was cool about it is that it sounds a lot like A Room of Our Own. So I wonder if when Billy Joel recorded that song... I guess a couple years earlier, if he had been inspired by this Beatles song then. So 
the another I song is in a sentimental mood, which is for my money awful. Uh, well, I knew you wouldn't like it because it sounds like all my life. Right. I never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. And it was made for the movie A League of Their Own with Tom Hanks and Gina Davis and Madonna. And Rosie and, O'Donnell. And Rosie O'Donnell. And the weird part is, is that it is on. They have an A League of Their Own soundtrack, which, of course, was the most unnecessary soundtrack ever made. Uh, besides the Easy Money soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that there was a number one, you know, they're not idiots. They had Madonna record a song for that soundtrack. Yeah, well, this, this used, used to, to be, be my playground. And it went to number one and it's not on the soundtrack. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a contractual stuff. So I don't even know whether she released that on any of the albums she made, but yeah, went to goddamn number one because you'd be a genuine jackass to have Madonna in a movie and not ask her to do the theme song. Ugh, sometimes they're so awful with their disputes and contracts and all this stuff that you just mess up. Like, how do you not have that on the sound? Why are you putting out a soundtrack from a league of their own without the hit song on it? Yeah, that's a big oversight. Look how angry I am about stuff that means this nothing. 35 uh, years ago, Dave. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's three other songs that are in the Library of Congress, start with I, that he will probably never write, but he has taken the names. One is called Indian Love Ball. What? <laughs> yep. It's All Right from 1982, and It's Not Easy, which was written for Cold Spring Harbor. All of these songs are in the Library of Congress as trademarking them, but... We don't know where to find them or whether they are they exist in any way. So he copyrighted them, but we there's no record or no live version that exists or anything. Not that I have heard. Indian Love Ball. Believe me, I have looked been looking all over for that one. Yeah. Try and if you Google that too much, you get a lot of weird results. Indian Love Ball and Handball, my uh, two favorite <laughs> Billy Joel songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, we got a lot of nice comments. During the I song, should we go through some of them? Well, we just heard one of the bad ones. So, yes, it would be good. Yeah. To hear the nice one. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way because the rest of them are very nice. <laughs> so I'll go song by song for I Don't Want to Be Alone. Glenn Fug says this song is ranked very high for him. And we've inspired him to make his own list of his own rankings of all Billy Joel songs. Oh, awesome. I think That's a lot of listeners feel the same way. I feel the same way, too. I can't wait till I can make my own list. I know you've I, been talking I'm about that. Very excited about it, too. But do remember that if you listen to our first interview with Christopher Bonanos, he kind of went crazy after. So just be careful, everyone. But we're already in the midst of it. We're going crazy, too. And it's just <laughs> been long, drawn out. It's going to take us years. Choose a poo. Another comment from Kat uh, Deval, who said, boy, Weird Alon parodies are getting better by the hour. Well, that girl's obviously out of her mind. She loves the parodies. I and know, this one, of course, so nice. this was one of the better ones. That was I don't want to be home alone. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a fun one. She's nice. Uh, I think she um, I don't know whether she lives in this country or not. Yeah, I think maybe she's in South America. Yeah, something like that. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Italian Stallion Al said he loves Dave's enthusiasm and couldn't agree more that the first seven tracks on Glass Houses are incredible. And he would rank I Don't Want to Be Alone probably between the numbers 15 and 30, which sounds like a pretty good place to put it. Yeah. He also compared this song to the movie The Graduate. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess I could, you know, I'm picturing it in my head right now, being at the hotel in a suit that uh, makes a lot of sense. I'm thinking about it right now. I like that. I like that matchup, that yeah. analogy. 
And then we have a comment from Bane Kaliz, who, because we had mentioned Seinfeld in this episode about how the best way to watch Seinfeld is to start in the middle. Right. And he said he had just watched Seinfeld and he only laughed at seasons four through nine. Exactly. exactly what That's, you would say. Yes, exactly. Although, like I said, you could start with the boyfriend, uh, which is the ending of episode three, the Keith Hernandez episode. Yeah. You in season start with three. that one, that really that is the catalyst for where it took off, where it could bring you an amazing season four. And again, you could probably skip those first two episodes. Thank you. Correct. <laughs> where they go to California. Those are useless. Oh, so bad. All right. I go to extremes. Kata Deval said this song is an anthem for those who are a mess. So therefore, it's her anthem. I guess she's a mess. No, um, <laughs> she's a delight. She was being self-deprecating. Italian Stallion Al said that after listening to our podcast, he agrees with our assessment of I go to extremes, that it's not as good as he used to think. He used to think it was great. Now he's like, OK, it falls short in some ways. Not extreme enough. Yeah. Let alone that video. Oh, God, it's still making me angry. Yeah, it's still making me angry. Alon. that video right, cool. stinks. Let's take let's take it easy. Right, take a sorry, deep breath. Sorry. I know my my heart can't take it anymore. <laughs> Our friend Autumn B. Melody said, Dave, you are too hard on Alon about the Arby's parody. I think it's in my top three. Are they only comments about the parodies? Is that what we're doing? now? <laughs> Please, people keep them coming. <laughs> Uh, one more comment on go to, I go to extremes. Greg Bath 86 said the live version is much better than the studio version because Billy puts more oomph into the vocals. Makes sense. On I've loved these days. Gira Sola Sola Gira said she loves the clarinet solo since we asked, you know, because we mentioned, of course, at the end of every episode, these questions we want to hear feedback about. And she's actually listening. She gave us an answer. <laughs> that's ha- that's <laughs> never happened before. That's never that. happened before. No one listens to that in. part. On If I Only Had the Words, Aaron Patterson said this is a great song, highly underrated and underappreciated, which I know Dave agrees with. Yep. Steve J. Johnson said he was really excited to hear Dave's reaction to this song, and it didn't disappoint. Oh, I'm so glad. On It's Still Rock and Roll to Me, Steve Hickman, one of our UK listeners, said this was a great episode, and he also misheard Aimed at Your Average Teen as Ain't That Your Average Teen, and he misheard a new band in town as a new major talent. Oh, great. That makes me so happy that I'm not the only one. And then one uh, generic comment, which is interesting. Uh, we got a comment from this guy, Michael Gowdy, who says that he laughs out loud every time we yell December song. <laughs> and it still works. Yes. It's and crazy. of course, we're going to keep doing it because of this encouragement from Michael Gowdy. When we say when Elon comes up with the December song and he always comes up with it at the right time. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's always lying in wait. It's like a mongoose. <laughs> it's awesome. Now, Michael said he's been binging three to four episodes a day, which we think everyone should do. That's the proper dosage. Yeah, but and he out. asked if we would ever do a fan invitation for a letter wrap up. And Dave, do you think we should talk about something that we have coming up, you- which would be the call-in show? Oh, should we tease that a little bit here? Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. I was thinking because I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. So, but yes, yes but it, it should happen, I think. Right. I think we're talking about assuming uh, our friend is involved. Yes. December 4th, we're looking at to possibly do a call in show where you stump our guest that's coming up in the Jays, uh, Paul Lauren, to see if uh, he can play it on the spot. That's the. Plan. Yeah. So Paul Lauren is a great musician who has a great knowledge of every Billy Joel song you can imagine. So we're going to have a thing where you guys can call in. 
talk to us about Billy Joel and then throw out a song and see if Paul can play it. It's yeah, because be we really want to do cool. something special in the caves because there's only one song. So we're how do you wrap up and we just don't want to leave you hanging. So it sounds yeah, like yeah. We're always we're just twiddling our thumbs in the K wrap up. That's I no just got to make sure uh, I can get the the, the phone lines uh, working correctly and all that stuff. So that's all. But I'll figure it out. Yes. But so December that 4th, that's that's the plan for now. December 4, Saturday, December 4th. We'll, you know, obviously uh, Instagram the time and you'd call in at a certain time and. And then, uh, you know, you'll hear the the playback on the regularly scheduled K's wrap up. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Now, I guess we're pretty much at the end here. Should we tease what we have coming up in the J's? Absolutely. So in the J's, we have three songs and it's a pretty interesting group. We start out with the song James. Never heard of it. <laughs> I think you'll like this one, Dave. I think you will. Then we have a song you definitely haven't heard of. If you haven't heard of James, you do not know Josephine. Never heard of it. <laughs> no one has and then finally a song i think you probably have heard of it's called just the way you are i have never heard of that name of that song before oh, okay let me uh, it's actually also called don't go change it oh my god i love that song <laughs> i thought you would <laughs> yeah oh so we got just the way we was coming up hey great pretty sweet Three J's. Nice. Three J's. And then, as we said, our interview with Paul Lauren, great musician. It's going to be very cool. So a lot to look forward to, as always. Yes, during this wonderful time of the year. What time of the year is it? November. November. Beautiful. November song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were setting me up. Damn it. I, I, I wasn't, but then I had to. I think whenever you mention a month that ends in ember, you have to throw that out. <laughs> So that was our I wrap up. Everyone, we love the comments. Keep those comments coming. Make sure you tell your friends to listen to the podcast and, uh, you know, subscribe on Apple, on Spotify, on Acast, wherever you listen. We love you guys. We'll see you in the Jays. And until next time, I'm Alan Alton. I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. December song! Cross to bear!